0: Alright, today's Daf Yud Gimel, page 13. In the HaLe Gimel Sechas and we got about nine lines from the top of the Amud. We are up to the Mishnah on Daf Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. And again, the Sugi that we're going through is both a husband sending a messenger to divorce his wife or to free his slave. And the rights of a wife to establish a messenger. And what happens if the messenger himself decides to let's say the messenger of the husband decides to become the messenger of the wife? Do we say ladum shleibafanav, or not? So we had a machoikas in our Mishnah. And, yeah, yeah, he changed. He, he was the husband, messenger, and then he we'll see. We'll see we're gonna see. see an interesting sugya, But let's say he's oh, a Shliaqa. Never thought of that. Right, And then he makes himself Into a shliach He takes it, he says, okay, I'm your messenger And I'm accepting it for the wife Right, so we saw That you cannot do it The reason why you can't do it is because It's not as chuz for the wife So unless she asks him To accept it for her, you would not be allowed to do it Okay, that's, that's lamaisa. it would have to be somebody else But Practically speaking, that's the sugyas, okay? Messengers that are sent and or can somebody self-appoint as a messenger to be and l'adam shlai b'fanev. Let's get to the Mishnah. Middle Yud Gimla Hi if a person says, Tanu get zel ishti, So I say to you, Rabiel, I say, give this get to my wife. Or star shikhar zel Give this document of freedom to my servant. Vameis, and the messenger passes away. The messenger dies. La yitnu misa. The mess- I'm sorry, not the messenger dies. The one sending the messenger dies. Okay, so we don't want to talk about uh, us or me or anybody. Let's talk about Reuven and Shimon. So Reuven says to Shimon, "Please give this get to my wife, or this freedom letter to my servant." And then Reuven passes away. Shimon cannot deliver the get. You can't you can't divorce a woman who's already a widow. You can't free an eved from an owner who's no longer alive. <laughs> you don't give it uh, after death. What we call post yumus Yeah, there's a joke they say about a, a uh, congregant in a shul says to his rabbi. Says rabbi, you know, you you, got, you give great speeches. You should really publish them. So the rabbi says, yeah, I plan on having them published posthumous. He says, wow, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't wait. Alright. So he says, or tenu mona That's how you learn the word. That's the only way. Tenu <laughs> mona <laughs> If somebody says, give money to this man. I want to give him a gift. I want to give a fellow this gift. If gift. and he dies, <laughs> we do give it after death. Okay. Now, can things change hands? Can you have a transaction after death? The Mishnah seems to be a contradiction. That's right. If you look at the ratio of the Mishnah, the first half, it seems there's nothing doing. If a guy is, if a guy is not here, see, he's not here. But according to the Seifa, where somebody wants to give a gift, it seems you could, so we're going to have to understand the svaras for each one. All right, let's get into it. Zot the Gemara. Omar of, of Yitzhak bar Shmuel, of Yitzhak, the son of Shmuel, bar Marta, the son of Marta, said, Mishmei the Rav, in the name of Rav. The who, and this case, Shetzi Byron is where they are piled up. Which cases were they're piled up? So let's take a quick look in Rashi. Rashi says, first Rashi on the Gemara, the last case of our Mishnah, where he says, give the money to, uh, to this yid, is where the guy, before he passes away, binds together money, piles it up, and he says, I want this specific money handed over. Okay? So if it's laying in a set spot, and he says, deliver it, that's where we say it's going to be handed over, even the Misa. But my askina, says Gemara, okay, let's clarify something. What, what's our Mishnah dealing with? And the overarching issue is the one we mentioned earlier, and that is, it seems to be a contradiction in the Mishnah. Do you do La'achar Misa or not? This is what's going to help us clarify. If we're dealing with a healthy person, who says to somebody, please give $100? Kitsiburu Mayhabe. Who cares if it's stacked together, put in a corner? The recipient never got it. So why should we allow him to get it? Ruvain says, I want $100 given to Shim. It's completely healthy. $100 is there stacked up. And then Ruvain dies. Did, it, did he give it to Shimon? No. So what's the difference if he wanted somebody to give it to Shimon or not? What's the difference? Shimon should not get the money. He, he never acquired it. Who owns the money? The inheritors of Ruve. And they could say, we're not giving Shimon a gift. Very nice, our father thought about it, but he didn't do it. Very nice. Ella, rather, what's the case? Yeah? I mean, usually people say, oh, my father said this, so we want to carry it. Maybe. But they're There's no financial obligation. Unless... What if we're doing with a guy who's got one foot in the grave, another one in a banana peel? So my bair. if the halacha is that a matna is considered an acquisition. gives something, it's considered he could he hands it over because we understand Saif saif. at the end of the day, everybody knows their banks don't come with them to the next world. So the Ma'na Shhibera, somebody realizes they don't they've got a couple days left. There's no reason for them to be holding on to it anymore. So the, when they give it away, it's more of a direct, it's, it's a stronger transaction. But my why do why does the money need to be stacked up and put in a corner? nami, even if the money is not the set aside, the halacha is we should have to give it to Shimon. Why? Why by a Meirat do we have to do this? The hakaim alone because we paskin, the different Shiv when a Shiv says words, get ready for this. It's a contract. It's as if it's done. If somebody, at the end of his life, says, I want Yanko to get $100 from me, I want Beryl to get $10,000 from me, I want Shmerel to get uh, 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 50 cents, Alokha is, it's as if it's already handed over. It's completely theirs. It's completely theirs he He says that while he's alive, correct, but he's on his way out the door we know everyone knows that he is kicking the bucket that's right there the the brasa says it's a it's already theirs even before it's given over. That's how strong of a handoff it is. It's mamish as if it's a mamish it's as if it's the recipients okay so the Mishnah again cannot be talking by the healthy person if it's not by a healthy person. There's no reason why it should go. And if we're talking about a person who's very ill, we wouldn't call him very ill, but let's say it's somebody who's ashchid b'ra, for whatever the circumstances are, we know it for sure does go. So there's no chiddish. Okay? So what's the case? Um, Rav, Zvid, Rav, Zvid, Rav, Zvid, Rav Zvid explains, our Mishnah is la'idlam be'beria. Our Mishnah with somebody who's overall healthy. <laughs> But we're going with the psak of Ravuna quoting Rav. Damar Ravuna Marav. Ravuna says in the name of Rav. Mana li if some If Ruvain says to Shimon, you have a hundred dollars that belongs to me. Tenehu Leplaini, And therefore, give it to Levi. Ruvain says to Shimon, Shimon, you know you owe me a hundred bucks. But instead of giving it to me, I want you to pass it on to Levi. shlosh ton if he said this with three people present the halacha is it becomes levies right then and there and therefore what's the case at the end of our Mishnah where it's, where somebody says Ruvayn says to Shimon give the money to this guy that we say it's his even before he dies you know what that case is healthy guy says to Reuven's healthy. He says to Shimon, uh, "I know you owe me money. Pass it on to Levi." And it's said over in front of all three people. Halacha is it becomes uh, it becomes uh, Levi's. Now, Rav's added chiddush over here, where Rav's coming to Adam, in the beginning of Gemara. If you look right, how did they quote Rav? This Halakha is vusha It's only it still needs to be where it's all piled up. Okay? It has to be like this specific money Is set here and put in the corner So we have a couple of conditions here Let's just talk about what's, what we're At this stage of the Gemara What the Gemara wants to Paschum him. Gemara wants to say like this If a person says Give a get or a star We don't do that after Misa However If Reuven says to Shimon Hey listen bud You owe me money but instead of giving it to me, I want it to go to Levi. And all three of them are there in that conversation. The halacha is, and then Reuven dies. The halacha is, it, that money goes straight to Levi. Because it's considered to be as if three people... That's right, it's already Levi's. And Rav adds in, but it has to be specific money. It can't just be, it has to be that when Reuven died, the money is piled up and set aside to be given back... Can't be like random money that Shimon had. I know you have a hundred bucks in your bank account, and I want that to go to Levy so that no, it has to be. Shimon has the money stacked up, ready to give to Ruvain, and Ruvain says, Bud, instead of giving it to me, give it to Levy. Ruvain then drops dead. Shimon still has to give that money to Levy. That's how Rob's understanding the halacha of the missioner. If Papa Omar, or if Papa gives another mahalach, Another possible approach, how to understand the Mishnah. That really, the Sefa of our Mishnah, which says you, you pay the money, you give it to Levi, is dealing with a Shchiv meira, a guy on his deathbed. And we're following a different halacha of Rav, which is the Amar Rav. Shchiv Meirah, Sh'Omar, tenu mana min if shkib Mira says give a hundred dollars from my chasim to Levi. nice then If he said this specific hundred dollars, then we give it a nice If he just says give him a hundred bucks. Then it doesn't go to Levi. Because maybe he's dealing with a hundred dollars. That is uh, hidden away somewhere. Cover literally means buried. Here it means it's hidden away somewhere. And maybe he meant something else that uh, specific. Okay? See, he here it is. Again, it's fascinating. Says Papa, here's the case Ruvain's on his deathbed. He says to the Chevra, he says, listen, I want Shimon to get this $100. And then he dies. Shimon will get this $100. But if Reuven says, I want Shimon to get $100, not this $100. I want to get $100, we're not going to give it to Shimon. You know why? Because it could be that when Reuven died, he never finished his clarification. Maybe he wanted to give Shimon $100 of some buried treasure in Timbuktu that the family never had uh, a chance to get their hands on anyway. Since he can't prove where that hundred dollars is, so the mishpacha could say to Shimon, "Sorry, I know my father said I want you to get a hundred dollars, but maybe he didn't mean a hundred dollars. That's to us. Maybe it's a random uh, hundred dollars. that's difficult to get." And Memela, um in uh, in such a case, we would not give the hundred dollars over to Shimon if he didn't specify which money. However, the Gemara Paskin's last three words. The uh, last forwards words We're were not concerned about about uh, the hundred dollars uh, being uh, being buried. So what would we do? We'd say either way you give the money. Well, By a- Yeah. Say it again. Whether or not he says this hundred dollars or any hundred dollars, we'll give it. On a Yeah. Shchiv meirah specific. We thought it's only when he says this hundred dollars Because maybe if it's a hundred dollars Maybe it's a random one in Timbuktu We're not concerned about that What's the difference between a or not? Oh, because the Bryson taught us That a Matna Shchiv When a Shchiv when a says something it's as if, as if, it's as if a contract is written And it's already handed over It's as if it's already in the domain of Shimon At the time that Ruben died So Reuven's a Shchiv But a regular person Who's healthy? healthy? You have to go through a, a, a acquisition you know, process. Even though they, they both die at the same moment. Yeah, doesn't matter. You have a guy who's right? The guy's the guy's on his deathbed. No, I didn't him. Right. So, so let's get, let's mamish. He says to the olim around the deathbed. He says, "I want Yanko to get a thousand dollars." Halakha, according to this brisa. Yankel owns the thousand dollars right then and there. He doesn't even know about it. It doesn't matter since the shidmei Meirah said it. It's a, it's it's as if it's already transferred into the domain of Yankel. It's already his. But a regular person, no, a regular person. Just because you said something doesn't mean if you said it while you're healthy, no. You have to. You, he has to make a kinyan. order for it to become his. Just because uh, somebody said something, it doesn't mean doesn't it doesn't become yours. And and in, and. In. Basically, what we're saying is because the guy uh, has other assets or what right. he has this that, so he said maybe you know, so know. so we don't know so maybe he shouldn't get it. The governor says we're not concerned about that. We're still going to listen to the shemira. Lamaisa, we're just going to listen. We're still going to listen Some to the Schreiber. Trying to understand the differentiation between them. now, Lamaisa. We have two approaches As to what the case of our Mishnah is When a guy says Give this money And then he dies That we, we say we give it right? One approach was We're dealing with a um, With a, a healthy person And the money was all uh, The money was all uh, set aside And the other approach is Of Rav Papa That we're dealing with a We're dealing with Meira. Those are the two approaches So now the Gemara is going to ask Rav Papa, my time, Allah Yomar, Kir What's the reason for Rav Papa? Who says, What was his problem with Rav Zvid's Mahalach? That you're giving it over, a healthy person, but he's giving it over in front of Shimon and Levi. Says the Gemara, Rav Papa, Papa holds, Rav. When did Rav say is, There's no difference whether we're dealing with a loan or whether we're dealing with a Bekotten, something which is deposited. The bottom line is, whatever the guy says initially, will cause Levy to now own the money. So, it, um, it, it, he says that if you would be dealing with a case of where all three people are together, so then it could apply both by a deposit and it, and it could apply by a loan. That's it. It's not, not, it's not limited to a specific case. Says see, He wants to apply to more cases. Says the Gemara, Zvid, my timely of Papa. Why doesn't Rev Zvid... Hold like Rav Papa that we're dealing with a shchit meira. The Gemara answers like He says I don't want to establish dealing with the shchit meira. I'll tell you why. Because since we learned in the Mishnah, if somebody says give the get to my wife or give this document of freedom to my servant and then he dies. Now his wife is not yet divorced, and his zavda is not yet free. And he dies, Our Mishnah said, we don't give it posthumous. Taima, the reason why you don't give it demace. Because the guy is six feet under. And guess what? You can't divorce a widow. She's already a widow. She's gonna get a get from her husband after she's a widow, no such thing. Ha Mechaim. But let's say the husband sends a gut to his wife and he's still alive. Hai I'm sorry. <laughs> nice then. So you'll, you'll give her the get. Time the amartinu. And the reason why we would give it to the wife is because the husband said give it to the wife. Now again, if he's alive, give this get to my wife. Okay, I'll give the get to your wife. Hallah, Let's say the husband never said give the get. Ain noisna. Then we would not give the get to the wife. Okay. Now. So that's just the halacha. Now we're going to bring the halacha back around to our shiqa. By a shiqib meira, even if he doesn't say, give give it to my wife, we will give it to her. You hit the difference? Let's pause for a minute. Let's pause. A healthy guy says to a messenger, write a get to my wife. Is that messenger allowed to give the get to the wife? No. Because all he told you was to do what? Write a get. You need specific direct instructions on what to do. You can't do more than you're, than you're instructed to do. However, a shiv meirah who says write a get, we would be permitted to give it as well. Now we're going to explain the halacha. Why? Because we learned in a mishnah. Barishaina In the beginning Which means originally Hayu imrim. They would say In the yeshiva be Kailar. If somebody Is high of Misa Kailar literally means In chains So you have this guy Who's being Whether it's by a government Whether it's by bandits This guy's on his way To uh, This guy's on the way To his grave He's, he's Whatever He's being killed Okay The Va'amar And he looks at a Yid. Ready? And he says, Kisvu get the Ishti. Write a get to my wife. As he's being let out in chains. Why do you think he wants to do that? Just to write a get? No. Obviously what does he want? A get to be given. Now there's many reasons for this. Many reasons why he wants a get to be given. Okay? One reason is, let's say they don't have children. He doesn't want her to be a Yuvama, be stuck as a Yuvama. She doesn't want her to be a widow. So I divorce her before I die. So then she's not a widow. Right? There's, there's no yibum. That could be one reason. Uh, another reason could be uh, he doesn't want her. Uh, he knows there's a kayin who's interested in her. And he doesn't want her marrying a kayin. So he divorces her. Whatever it is. right? So, but but he's on, his way to, he's on his way to death. And he says write it. The luck is you can give it as well. That was originally what they said But then they went back And they changed it And they said Even somebody Who travels overseas Or travels through the deserts, Travels far away And he says Write again to my wife Even then We're going to give it To the wife as well The assumption is That he wants it uh, He doesn't only want it to be written He also wants it to be given I don't know Well let's see but, uh, but you're right. It's too, too much bigger chiddush. says, <laughs> Even a person is not on his deathbed, but he's let's say he's going in for like a very dangerous uh, procedure, right? It's a dangerous operation, or he's he's uh, very very sick, and he says, "Ready to get to my wife." The assumption there is afterwards, and you could ask on this, right? This, maybe you say, "Like I think what you're going to ask is maybe he just wants to be prepared, right?" I know he wants it to give. But the assumption is that he wants it, uh, he wants it to be given as well. You know, the assumption is, this in all these situations, if you said write it, what you want us to do is give it. Because there's danger involved now as well. Mask? Huh?
1: The
0: soldiers to Yeah. We So if bodies were lost
1: would Very right, Barrier, you're right.
0: That's a practical halakha in this. Master Ravashi says Uman name alone to Masidor and Shazuri, but who says our mesher follows the opinion of Rav Shimon Shazuri, who says that you're allowed to give the get as well. Tomar Rabani, maybe it's the halacha of the Rabboni, who holds that you have to say tnu as well, and therefore maybe we're taka dealing with somebody who's who's uh, who's very sick, and therefore says Ravashi. Bottom line is you have no raya. Rav Zvid. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Rav Zvid has no Raya And to uh, And we're, we're still left With our Makhlaikas Between um, uh, Between Rav Papa And On Amr Who was it? Rav Zid. Okay uh, That, that, that Makhlaikas And Rav Papa And Rav Zid. Okay Master Ravashi I'm sorry um, Okay Gufa A piece of A piece, a piece of a Previously quoted Bryson, or early can't be a Bryce, because we're quoting Rav. Sagufa, a piece of a previously quoted a statement. says the name of Rav. If somebody says, You owe me a $100, Tineulon the he give it to Levi. Levi acquires it if there was a gathering of all three. So again, Reuben says to Shimon, you owe me a hundred dollars, give it to Levy. And Ruben, Shimon, and Levy are there, it becomes Levy's right away. So we accept his, his word. We accept his word and it's as it's as good as done. done. Why do we accept his word like that? Good. Because everybody's there and the money set aside. So basically Ruben has the right, the alumda says Ruben has the right. Since the money's been set aside, Shimon has set aside the money to pay back Ruvain. Ruvain can hand over the ownership to Levi without any money actually changing hands. As long as there's set money here, the rights to the money now goes to Levi. Omar Rava, the, the lambdus behind all that is it is going to be in how ownership works. It's Das, like Yishlami Das, right? It's, the, the Das decides the, the ownership over it. Rav's <laughs> halacha makes sense By a picadim By something which is uh, Deposited So if Ruvain deposited something by Shimon And tells Shimon to give it to Levi That makes sense That it should go straight to Levi But by a loan you can't do that Meaning If let's say Shimon owes the money to Ruvain Not because it's Ruvain's money that Shimon's holding. But Shimon owes money to Reuven because he borrowed money, S- says Rava, you cannot say it goes to Levi automatically. Well, like him, and kind of like I swear in the name of Hashem, Omar Rav, Aphilubimuva. Rav holds, the same thing holds true, by a loan. Even by a loan, the Levi could take ownership. And it's clearly alone. The time am I? Why? So now this is going back to Yale's question. Why is it that when Reuven Shimon and Levi are there, and Reuven tells Shimon instead of giving it to me, it goes to Levi. Levi owns it without doing anything. says. <laughs> It's as if they agreed to this at the time the money was given. I'm obligated to return the money to you or anybody who you decide should come and take the money from me. Okay? Which means like this. Ruvain owes money to Shimon. Comes payday. Ruvein sends a messenger to Shimon. Pay up. Could Shimon say to the messenger I don't need to give it to you I need to give it to Reuven Does that make sense? Does not make sense? The messenger is going to say I'm Reuven's messenger What's the difference if you hand it to me Or hand to Reuven When you give it to me where's the, where's the evidence? Okay, so he shows evidence Well, but that makes a big difference Fine, let's say he shows evidence Can Shimon still say I never said I'm going to hand the money to anybody. I said I'm going to hand it to Reuven. And if he happens to be in China, and he moved there, and he's not coming back to St. Louis, and it's not worth, I borrowed $100, he's in China. It's a thousand dollar plane ticket to come back. Can Shimon say to whoever Ruven asks to pick up the money, no, I'm not giving it to you. Even if you know this guy's a messenger of Reuven. Can Shimon say, I only agreed to hand it directly to Reuven? Says the Gemara, no. What happened? When Reuven lends money to Shimon, what's happening is, Shimon's agreeing, I'll pay you back, however you want to pay you back, directly into your hand. You want me to zell? Zell. You want me to give you a check? I'll I'll mail you a check. You want me to give it to a messenger? I'll give it to a messenger. But Shimon can't just tiner that he, Shimon can't tiner that I'm only giving it directly to you and to nobody else. He has no right to say that. Therefore, if Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are all together, uh, you have a... So, if Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi are all together, here we go. If Ruvain says to Shimon, give it to Levi, what Reuven, Shimon already agreed to that. Because at the time that Shimon borrowed the money, what he agreed to was, I will give the money to anybody who you, Ruvain, send to collect it. That's, that's the lamdas over here. I'm obligated myself to you and anybody who you send in your place. Ravashi says to Amimar, but I have a problem with that. You understand the logic over here, cover? Yeah, you understand the logic? Says Gemara, I have a problem with that. I'll tell you why. but now Hakone, the have matan Mois, What happens if? Ruvain wants the loan to be paid back to somebody who was not yet born. Right? There are, there are people for baby presents. They'll gift an Israel bond. Yeah, they'll gift an Israel bond, something like that. Right? So you have a woman who's pregnant, they want to gift an Israel bond to the baby. Says the Gemara, if Ruvain who lent the money, Gives the ownership to people who are not there originally. Now what does it mean it wasn't there originally? At the time of the loan. When Reuven lent the money to Shimon. What are we saying right now? Why why can Reuven tell Shimon to pay back Levi? Why can Reuven tell Shimon to give it to Levi? Because we said at the time of the loan, Shimon's agreeing. I'll either give it to you or anybody who's representing you. Here's the problem: if you have a kid who wasn't born at the time of the loan, can Reuven say, "Oh, uh, no"? Shimon maybe could say to him, "This kid wasn't even born. Don't tell me that I agreed to pay him back. Who was he? he wasn't even a havamina. Nobody knew this kid's going to exist. I borrowed the money eight years before the kid was born." Right you 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 going to tell me I need to pay back this kid what does that mean? are you going to tell me but you'd say, why not? Why not talk? maybe this new this kid who wasn't born should be able to collect the debt of mayor even to mayor who says' a person can acquire something that's that's not yet in the world. That's where the item is in the world. Even a mayor will agree that you can't acquire something for a kid who's not yet in the world. In other words, I say, I say, I want to, ready? I want to give ownership to my first grandchild. Okay? What, how, where? We well, can't do that. Roemer even a mayor says you could acquire which means I could send I could sell you future stocks future produce from a field it says you you can't give over something to somebody to a person who's not here you give over objects items that are not here you give over the rights to eventually but to hand over an ownership to somebody who's not here there's no way everybody no, nobody will agree with that and therefore um Anybody who's not born at the time of the loan Should not be able to acquire the money Now the problem is that's not true It's not true The halacha is that if Ruvain lends money to Shimon And then, when it, come, and then uh, when it comes payday He tells Shimon to give it to somebody who Taka wasn't born Shimon does need to give it to that person He tells him to give it to To somebody who wasn't born at the time wasn't born at the time, but yeah. he's born now. Correct. That, everybody's going to agree he has to give it to him. I, that's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah. No, you lent me whole money. Case. No, so, okay. So we're coming into different case. So here's the case. Ready? You lent me money in 1990. There's a kid who's born in the year 2000. Now it's 2023, and you had given, you had given me a 33 year loan. Huh? 33 years. I borrowed it in 1990. 1990. Yeah, yeah, right. 1990. 33 years ago. You said, Tell her I'll give you a 33 year loan. In 33 years, I'll give you back $100. No interest. No interest. It's A $100. Okay, so now today's payday. And you call me up and you say, um, Instead of giving me the $100, Let's pay it to Miller. Pay, pay it to, to, to my anicle who was born in the year 2020. I pay it to Miller. Well, that's you. Yeah, so what's wrong with that? Because no, I'm changing the case. Of course I could pay it to you. If you're not telling me to give it back to you, you're saying instead what's of me giving... Well, hold on. I'll tell you why. You're telling me to give it to, to your anicle who's 23 years old. and born in the year 2020. Can I say, can I say, I don't need to give it to him. He wasn't even alive. See, when I borrowed it, right. wh- why can you force me to give it back to whoever you want? Because at the time that I borrowed, I'm agreeing to give it to anybody who's alive. Well, either you or somebody else. But in 1990, this kid wasn't even in existence. So you can't tell me to give it to the kid now. Why do you want me to give it to this hey, nickel? Because you can't come back. You can't be busy with hundred dollars. It's, it's it's kids' true. money. Yeah, it's true. It's kids' money. You're an all. You're on vacation. I'm, I'm not in my mind. Right. So can I have a right to say, fine? You don't want it. I don't got to give it to anybody. I don't to give that. You want me to give it to this kid who's... but this kid wasn't around. They never agreed. In 1990, I never agreed to give it to, the, to this person. This person wasn't a person. Right? If the logic is that it goes back to the time of my agreement, then I have a response. Now the problem is, the halacha is, you can do that. You can tell me, tell her, give it to my 23-year-old. So if that's true, we have to now know the swara. What happened... Which allows this levy, this third party, to come and say it's completely theirs? What's giving them the ownership? So, Allah Ravashi, rather Ravashi, explains as follows. Top of Daf Yudalit. Bahi'ana, it's with the benefit. There's a benefit from the loan being moved from an old loan to a new loan gamar umeshab denafshe that is what obligates him okay pause this is going this is going to be our last step for now i want to explain the svarah ready for this it's a very very geschmackolumous and here we go We're going back. Everybody hopped the case that we have from 1990? In 1990, when you lent me the money, 33 years ago, $100, I agreed in my mind to repay you or any representative, okay? Who's alive, right? Representative who's alive. Well, I can't agree to pay back somebody who's not here. Except, says the Gemara, there's something else I'm agreeing to. Here's what else I'm agreeing to I'm also agreeing That let's say You sell the loan People do that You know in 33 years You're going to make back $100 It's like selling a life insurance policy 10 years later You're like you know what I have $100 that's coming You walk over to somebody You're like give me $50 I'll give you the rights to the loan Give me $50 now I as a borrower at the time that I borrow agree for you to always do that. And here's why. It's always advantageous for the borrower to have a new creditor. Because when you have a new creditor somebody else who's going to mend the money you always have the ability to delay a little bit longer. Lenders Have patience up until end. And then it's like, bud, sorry. I already gave you an extra week. I already gave you an extra month, extra year, pay up. But if you sell the loan to somebody else, it's always advantageous for me. Because I've been pushing you off. Now there's somebody else who's got a new set of patience. And therefore, whenever a borrower borrows money in 1990, not only are they agreeing to pay back whoever's alive... They're also agreeing that if at any time during the loan you decide there's a new person to collect that even if it's in the year 2000 or 2023 I'm agreeing in 1990 at the time of my loan to allow that to happen. I understand if you ever do that and you understand if you ever do that it's it's advantageous for the two of us and we're always masking. Hence hence let's go back to the case now. Ruvain lent money to Shimon in 1990. Levy wasn't born yet. Levy's born in the year 2000. Now in the year 2023, Ruvain says to Shimon, in front of all three, with the money set aside, pay back Levy. You know what we say? It's, it's Levy's. He doesn't even need to make on it. It's his. Why? Because at the time of the original loan, Shimon, it's always advantageous for him to have a new person to collect from. And therefore, he's always masking for Levi to have. That's going to be the swara according to Rav Ashi, as to why, when you have a healthy person who says over in front of three people, and the money set aside, that he wants to go to Levi, Levi will acquire the money without any sort of kenya necessary. We'll hold it here for today, and keep talking and going through the variables of this topic. Tomorrow, Bez Hashem, have a wonderful, wonderful evening.